Welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Good morning, lovely people. Marie Alessi here. Today I would love to chat to you about Father's Day. So for all of those in Australia, you know that Father's Day is coming up on Sunday and uh, most of you who've been following us for a while have probably heard by now that um, Rob's dad passed away four, four weeks ago. So four years ago, Rob, four weeks ago, his dad. And um, I remember that after the funeral, I drove home and I had this realization that now there's nobody left to celebrate for Father's Day. And um, it was quite tough for me when I lost my dad, I was 20. And I was so not equipped back then to deal with the emotions, to handle my grief in a way like I am doing today, from a very different level, from a very different perspective and with a very different intention. I'm so present to what's going on at the moment and there's so much more that I want to share. But today I really want to make it about this topic. When there is no one left to celebrate, how do you deal with it? As I said, I was 20 when my dad passed and I was not equipped with it. I really struggled with these big milestones such as Father's Day in particular or my dad's birthday, which is, you know, 10 days before Christmas and then Christmas per se. Like all these milestones were really tough for me and I really struggled through them. I remember on the first anniversary of my dad's passing, I went to to Sinai with the uh, a couple of people that I had never met before. I worked with one of them and all the other ones I only met at the airport. And there were six of us together and we spent my actual birthday on my uh, Mount Sinai. And then my dad's passing anniversary was literally 12 days later, you know. And uh, it hit me really hard. I had no tools to cope with the pain that I was going through. I was completely stuck in poor me. I thought I was the only one amongst all my friends that this ever happened to. And I literally felt like all these things were happening to me. I was really stuck in poor me mode for a really long time. And from the outside perspective, you might think, well, fair enough, you know, she's young, she's lost her dad, and there is a really good reason for poor me. Yet it is not helping us. And I say that with a whole lot of respect because I've walked that path. I've been through different layers of grief and I've tried very many different ways of how to handle it. I've gone down a really sad and a really horrible path and not knowing how to get out of it. And I have gone through uh, going into happiness, really focusing on where I wanted the boys and me to be after Rob's passing. And... Uh, both has been frowned upon, both had had their own expectations in terms of, well, you should be over it by now, or you shouldn't be too happy yet. So the reason why I'm sharing this here is because there will always be expectation from others, how you should or shouldn't be doing it. Yet all these others who have those expectations have most likely not ever walked in your shoes. There's only you and your experience. And it is important that you that you learn to drop into your heart and to really check in with your needs. What do you need to feel better? 
and what do you need to heal through this to get through this and come out on the other side as uh, a happier person again if that makes sense because deep deep down all of us just want to be happy it's that simple life is actually so much simpler than we actually look at it we tend to overcomplicate pretty much everything in our life whether that be relationships whether that be healing whether that be grief grief can be quite a simple process and uh, again I've been through it I really don't want to promise you the wrong thing here but it really is overcomplicated through the expectations around us so I went through all of that not having a dad left to celebrate for Father's Day or Christmas not having him around and uh, eventually I knew that all of this would change when I have my own family and it did when I met Rob uh, my whole life turned into happy and into positive again he really was a huge catalyst for me a huge turning point for me and it was already a very big turning point for me moving to Australia but then meeting Rob 10 months later and another 10 months later being married was really really big for me and uh, then when we had our own kids you know we went back or I went back to celebrating Christmas Rob always did so I went back to celebrating Christmas and then of course we had Father's Day to celebrate and it was just so beautiful to have all those milestones to celebrate again and I always knew you know once I would have my own family I would absolutely love Christmas again I would absolutely love celebrating it again it was the absence of my dad that took the whole fun out of it the the love out of it, if that, if that makes sense. My dad was really the glue that held our family together. And um, that wasn't so much the case anymore after he passed, obviously. So I went back to happiness. I went back to celebrating Christmas and Father's Day. And then when Rob passed, we were still celebrating his dad because this was our tradition, you know, after we celebrated with Rob in the morning and we did the breakfast in bed and the unwrapping presents and the boys always got really excited. We still went and saw his dad afterwards because it was always important to us to honor his dad because without him, Rob would have never been here and we would have never had our family. So there was a lot of love and gratitude and, um, and just wanting to, to share that love and to really celebrate and honor Rob's dad. So we kept doing that even after Rob died. We went and uh, celebrated his dad for Father's Day. And yes, it wasn't the same anymore. And yes, there was often sadness. But yes, there was also happiness and joy and a lot of love. There were so many memories that were shared on Father's Day. And um, we all came together as a family to honor um, Rob's dad, but also rob you know it was really beautiful to have his family still come together and for the boys to still have something to celebrate and then after the funeral i had this realization there's nobody left to celebrate so i decided to come and talk about it because it is really something that i realize how many people are actually dealing with that in our group here in our movement loving life after loss and how many people are going through these what do we do on Father's Day? How do we deal with this? How do we prepare our kids for that? You know, I already had a chat to my boys about that. And for me, it is such a huge week this week because not only am I turning 50 in two days, 
I'm still practicing saying that out loud. Um, this is a really big milestone for me. It is this week where I'm like, okay, I'm turning 50. 50 is a decade that neither Rob nor my dad have ever lived to. They both died in their 40s. My dad was 46, Rob was 45. I'm turning 50. That's a really big thing for me. I am turning 50 without my husband. And my life goes on and I have chosen happiness. I have chosen healing. Both of them are a choice. I want to remind you of that. We do have choices. We do have choices what we deal with, what we do with it, what how we respond to life. And then a couple of days later, there's Father's Day. And this year is the first year without any dads left to celebrate. You know, we've got Rob's brothers, absolutely. We will celebrate them. We still come together as a family to be there for Rob's mom. Yet in our family line, Flynn, Jed and I, there is no dad left to celebrate. And I'm sitting in this rawness with full consciousness that this is the fact and that we choose to still come together as a family. And even if it's just to sit in circle, to hold space for each other, to sit in love and share memories and be there for each other. That to me is really important. And that to me is what I want to show the boys how you handle a situation like that. I was hiding away when my dad passed for a really long time. I was hiding away from Christmas, from all the milestones. I did not show up. I did not want to be at family reunions for that fact because it reminded me of the intense pain that I didn't know how to deal with. Today I sit in a different level of healing, of maturity, of all the things that I have learned, all the things that I'm teaching. And I'm sitting here in all my rawness, not really having all the answers what to do with it. But what I do know is that I show up and that I will be there because this is what I want my boys to do. This is what I want my boys to learn, that you can show up in your pain and in your rawness and that all of that can coexist. The pain, the beautiful memories, the love, the happiness and the celebration, even if there's nobody left to celebrate you can still come together as a family. I really want to put a shout out out there. This is something that I didn't do after my dad passed. I did not know how to reach out for help. I honestly thought that nobody could help me. And now I'm sitting on the other side. And although I'm back in a space of rawness, where it actually really hurts not having these people in our life, Yet I have decided to reach out. I reached out to Rob's family. I wanted to come together with them. I reached out to my closest and dearest friends. I spent a weekend away last weekend with um, eight really beautiful ladies that are very, very close to my heart. I allow people in these days. I open my heart to them. I allow them to hold me in love and sit with me and be there for me. And my shout out to you is, that you allow that to your friends and family. And all of you, all of you listening to this right now, who've got nobody left to celebrate, who don't know how to handle 
the rawness, the realness of it all, please do send me a message today. I'd love to sit with you. I'd love to sit with you in a quick one-on-one chat. I'd love to show you how we can sit in circle, what offers are available to you, what choices you do have. It's the choices that we often don't see. And I would love for you to experience all of that if you open your heart to me. Please do reach out. I'm sending you so much love. This is Marie. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about loving life after loss, please visit mariealessi.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.